It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. My name is Tom Scarda. Thank you for listening in. If this is your first time with us, I am a franchise advisor and coach. I match people with franchise opportunities based on skills, personality, goals. I kind of like to call it the e-harmony of business, actually. Been doing it for 18 years. Been helping people all over the country figure out if franchising, franchising is right for them, but also, which is the right franchise? There's 4,000 franchises in 90 different industries. Most people think about the big, giant brick and mortars um, that we all know, the big brands, but there are hundreds, if not thousands, of small service businesses that are low investments, have high margins, and are in services that people need. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is is a business model that is under the radar, and you don't kind of wake up in the morning feeling that you want to do this kind of business. But once you understand the stats and everything behind the business, it becomes very, very appealing. So trust me on this. Uh, today, we're talking with uh, Joe DeLott, and Joe is the president of Home Clean Heroes, which is a buzz brand. We'll talk about that in a second. But Joe has been in the industry for more than eight years, and he is building this brand from the ground up. And it's a, it's a cleaning business with a twist, which I absolutely love, and it speaks to me personally. But um, Joe has spent a lot of time in his career in marketing uh, and operations for media and advertising companies. And he is now based out of uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, coming to uh, coming at us today. So, Joe, hello and welcome to the Franchise Academy. Hey, Tom. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for, thanks for having me here. Looking forward to talking with you. Yeah, this is awesome. I really appreciate it. So, Buzz Brands, um, if we could start there, give us a snapshot of of Buzz Brands and, and what that parent company is. Sure. Buzz Franchise Brands just had our 10th anniversary this past year. Original founders of Mosquito Joe, iconic brand, uh, now currently operating four different brands, Home Clean Heroes, Residential Cleaning Business, Pool Scouts, which is Residential Pool Maintenance Business, uh, British Swim School, a, a hugely popular swim school focused on children for the most part, and a fairly new one called Grand Illuminations, which is a holiday lighting brand. So all of those brands work together well, all low maintenance or low investment brands. And Buzz is uh, well known, as you know, in the industry as uh, being a very well capitalized, very experienced, very well led uh, franchising company. So it's a great, great place to be. Certainly is. I remember back in the day when um, Mosquito Joe came on the uh, scene and I kind of like scratched my head first, no pun intended, and then was like, oh, my God, this is a great, great franchise. And I met Kevin Wilson, who was uh, one of the principals and the founder of that organization and now is the principal of Buzz Brands, Buzz Franchise Brands, to say it correctly. Um so great background to the business, great support, been down the road more than once. It's not Buzz Franchise Brand's first rodeo, if you will. So we're talking today about Home Clean Heroes 
specifically. So what is the premise of this business and what's, what makes it different than the average home cleaning franchise business? A couple of key uh, big differentiators. Uh, you know, first of all, it's a, it's a time-proven business, recurring revenue, very popular, great place to, to build a business, build wealth. Uh, but Home Clean Heroes really was born out of a lot of research with your group, with, with consultants and coaches who's, who we asked, where's the opportunity? You know, what do you need? And with a lot of the, the older uh, legacy cleaning businesses being sold out in a lot of major markets, uh, you guys told us we need a good, solid, reliable residential cleaning brand that we can continue to grow into some of our major markets. So that's where the brand, that's where the concept came from. The brand came from, well, how do we get away from the old stodgy made pink colors? How do we make something bigger and bolder? And that's where Home Clean Heroes came from. We wanted to, to create a brand that was really sort of heroic in its appearance, but also our mission is saving you from cleaning so you can spend it on the things that you like uh, more and more uh, and are more important to you. So that's where the brand came from. Uh, but probably the biggest differentiator and the thing that resonates most with you know, the folks that we're talking to today and the, the folks that you coach on a, on a day in, day out basis is our focus on supporting first responders. So we have Home Clean Heroes has an initiative called Heroes First. With Heroes First, we give back a portion of every cleaning fee to support first responders in the markets where we operate. And we found it's, uh, you know, it, it adds a lot of credence to the hero term within our brand uh, because those are the folks that run toward danger. And uh, we clean up after it, basically, is what it amounts to. So really, really are proud of that particular uh, role. And, you know, franchise candidates, folks who want to build a business, they want to be a part of their community, right? They want to have a mechanism to not just build their business and build wealth, but give back to the community too. So Heroes First does that for them as well. This is fantastic. So, and it has a place for me personally, because um, I come from a first responder family. My wife was a New York City police officer for 20 years and retired as a sergeant um, more than 10 years ago. My brother is a New York City firefighter in Manhattan. Um, you know, through the whole 9-11 stuff and all of that. My dad was a police officer back in the day when I was a kid. My brother-in-law was the chief of police in New York City. Um, many, many of my friends and family members are police officers and firefighters in New York where I was born and raised, which I know you couldn't tell from my voice. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I know you're a transplant in New Yorker, uh, and, you know, it's crazy how much it this position and what we do resonates with with people for the exact same reason. I mean, I've got near and dear to my heart too. My uh, son-in-law is a fire department captain here in Virginia Beach. Um, a lot of relatives in fire, EMT, um, medical emergency positions. Uh, some of our franchisees are former 911 operators, uh, former uh, first responders themselves, or have them within their, their family. So. It really does resonate. And, you know, with your New York background, too, and you mentioned 9-11, our corporate, our, our national partner is uh, an organization called the First Responders Children's Foundation. And this is a, a, a national charity that was born out of the ashes of 9-11 when over 3,000 children lost a parent that day. So mm -hmm. this, the, the mission of First Responders Children's Foundation is really to support the families of the first responders that that are injured or killed in the line of duty. Uh, and we contribute to that. And we also are, have ways to, to be able to bring that home 
in the markets where we serve as well. So how, how do you do that? Is it like a part of every cleaning fee goes towards the charity or how does that work? Yeah, so 50 cents from each cleaning fee uh, from the franchisee and, and a matching 50 cents from me in the corporate office. So a dollar per service goes to the First Responders Children's Foundation. We contributed over $18,000 last year. Uh, and that'll be well up over $20,000 this year. <clears throat> the way it comes back to the market uh, or, or to really the country in a number of different ways, uh, they focus really on uh, bereavement support, uh, specific need, grant-based needs, uh, and a very powerful scholarship program. Uh, they awarded over 300 scholarships to the children of first responders uh, in the past year. So wow. uh, we're able to, in, in a case where in a market, if we do have a, a, a first responder that harmed or killed in the line of duty, a, a portion of what we're contributing is coming back to the market to help support them. We'll actually go out and provide cleaning services from our brand, as well as you know, the other types of uh, funeral support and, and grant support that the uh, Children's Foundation provides to them as well. Wow. And I appreciate that. Thank you for doing all of that with the first responders and with that charity. That's great. Really good stuff. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Fantastic. So um, we're all, so that's fueling the drive for this business, but in your opinion, as you think back about, you know, the model, what makes in your opinion, um, home cleaning a good business opportunity? If I'm looking at, you know, 4,000 franchises out there, why home cleaning? Well, I know you've seen a lot of businesses come and go, a lot of concepts that come out, flash in the pan, you know, shoot right up, and then they don't last for very long. Uh, the, you know, the thing about residential cleaning is it's time proven. Uh, there's high demand. There will continue to be high demand. It's not a technology-driven business where it's going to be disrupted by something that's going to come along and, and replace it. Uh, there will always be the need for people to provide service to those folks who can afford it. And those are the ones that we target through our marketing efforts. Uh, so it's, you know, th that piece of the time proven piece is a critical one. The other thing you want to do, you know, when you're building a business is you don't want to have to constant re constantly replace your, your customer base. So this is a recurring based business, frequently recurring based business. So when you're in a cleaning business, you're in front of people weekly or biweekly for the most part. Uh, and it's a recurring revenue business that, you're building a very loyal base. And as long as you do it right, and you know the code of franchising, as long as you follow the model and uh, and, and do exactly as, as you know the model is built, you're going to build a loyal base of people who do not want to lose you. You think about it, and if you have anybody cleaning your house or anybody that's listening to us has somebody who cleans their house, you, know, you don't want to lose them and have to replace them. So we try very hard to build those systems in place so that you're appreciated by the customer and then, and that loyalty exists. I love that. And, and so for me, it kind of begs the question about um, staffing. So, you know, you got somebody who's great, you know, I got a, this home clean heroes, a franchisees employee comes to my house every week. And I, and I love that person. What do you guys do for retention for employees? Yeah, it starts. It starts really in recruiting the right people, people who are um, who are motivated themselves that you can then inspire. Uh, and we share. There's a. It's all about a culture. It's building a culture. You you know the culture of Buzz franchise brands, and that kind of ripples through every brand in the organization. But 
you got to treat people like adults. So as a business owner, you've got to understand that your employees want to be a part of your success as well. So we create the environment that allows our owners to share a lot of information and make those employees a part of everyday business and reward them, not just monetarily, but reward them in ways that makes them feel really appreciated. That building that culture is a critical piece of it. But then also, you know, you're providing them a professional position. You're providing them a career path to start as a cleaner, grow to a lead, grow to a, a supervisor, move into the office. There's you know, and, and, and we live that career path with our employees. Uh, but professional equipment, professional systems, professional training, uh, health benefits, which is a new one that was added last year, um, you know, and and, uh, and really good monetary systems in terms of rewards as well. So you have health benefits for the franchise owner as well as the employee. This what we provide for the employee works for the franchise owner as well, and what it is is. This is hugely popular in the industry right now, and we were out in front with it. Uh, we use a partner with a company called Teladoc. Teladoc is a 24-7 virtual healthcare system, access to doctors, to licensed doctors 24-7 uh, that can diagnose and prescribe medicine for our frontline employees and for their dependents as well. And it's incredibly affordable for franchisees. So it's a huge hook. And a, and a really powerful retention tool for employees as well. So the other topic I wanted to ask you about is kind of recession resistant. So I've been in this role for 18 years. I've been through a couple of recessions, including the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. And um, what we saw that was different, and I want to know if you concur with this, is that when things slow down, people do not give up things like cleaning. You would think that if you're not in the business, that's the first thing you would give up. But people don't give that up because it's a little thing that feels normal. It's it gives them a sense of normalcy when things are down. Do you, do you see that same kind of thing? Absolutely, and and you know that that's something that particularly specific to who we target and who we build relationships with uh, that makes it even that more. Um, resistant to you know any kind of economic downturn but you know the the scope the covid story is what really drives that point point home because we got to the point during lockdown where you know everybody really pulled back in not for monetary reasons but for safety reasons or you know right. listening to whatever they were listening to at the time uh we didn't have to stop service we were de- deemed an essential uh service provider but yeah. Boy, those folks who did decide, you know what, I'm just going to stay back. I don't want anybody in my house for a little while. The whole industry saw about a 40% downturn for a couple months. But then as the dust bunny started to build, and as people realized my house doesn't smell the same way it used to smell, boy, this business came back with a tear. It was it was incredible. So, you know, people, if, if, they, if you have to do without, you find a way uh, really to say, no, I don't want to do without this, this service. That right. That's what I've seen over and over. And and so I was talking about recession and he said it even proved out in the pandemic, which is really cool. Um, And that eases the fear for a lot of people because a lot of people think like that, like, oh, I don't want to get into that business because that's the first thing people will cut. And it's not true. Um, What would you say to somebody who uh, is adverse to chemicals that clean, uh, you know, cleaning products that have 
these chemicals that will peel off paint or whatever. Well, we don't use them, uh, first of all. I mean, our, our basic system is really, uh, it consists of Green Seal certified EPA approved uh, cleaning agents, neutral pH base, so they're good for the environment. Uh, however, uh, you will find in this business, there are as many people who want you to clean with whatever they want you to clean with as there are those who are really, you know, green conscious and, 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 and economically, you know, centered and focused. So, so we do, you know, our system is, is green as you, as you would call it. But if our customers want us to use a cleaning agent like bleach, uh, we will, the customer will provide it. Our employees are trained on how to safely use those chemicals and use them at the direction of the manufacturer. Um, and that way we can be a lot more, provide a lot, lot more personalized service to people. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, it's more responsive to what the market really is looking for. Very cool. I love that. So when I talk to a lot of people, they, they look at a franchise and they're like, yeah, that's great and whatever, but I don't know if it's going to be good for me. I don't know if I could ever get customers. Uh, that's always a big hang up, especially in service businesses, uh, like yours, how do you help franchise owners acquire customers? Yeah, a couple different ways. Uh, first of all, from the lead generation perspective, uh, we we have our, an entire marketing um, initiative that's executed, planned and executed for franchisees here in our corporate office. So we talked about Buzz Franchise Brands a couple times. Uh, we actually have an entire in-house ad agency direct mail, digital production, video, videography, creative design here in our office. We provide all of the marketing uh, tools and tactics and strategies and campaigns for our franchisees to drive leads. That's great. Once those leads come in, they're rolling to our national call center. So the day a franchisee starts, they've already got a seasoned sales force waiting for the first lead that comes in. Mm-hmm. Those leads are all converted into either an in-home estimate that the owner will go out and close as a uh, recurring customer, or they're sold as a one-time clean if that's what that customer wants. So that's all handled by the by the call center. So you, know, you got a machine behind you already working, and that's you know again across franchising. That's one of the things that you look for in franchise support. Oh yeah. Um. So. As far as your who you're looking for as a franchise owner, um, do you need somebody who loves cleaning houses? Do you, you know, who, what's the profile of your perfect franchise owner? You know what you need, Tom. You need somebody who likes to make people happy. That's what that's what this is. This is a customer service business. It happens to be, you know, a really great place to build wealth and to build a business because it's in such high demand and it scales easily. But we we really want active uh, owners that that want to build a business and and serve customers and build that loyal base, provide jobs for people in their community, be a part of the community in the way that they give back, and they're passionate about what they do and and the brand that they want to build and represent. What I find interesting is like if we were to poll everybody listening right now, how many people love their cleaning service? You know it. all the time people are asking, Hey, do you have a good cleaning person? Cause I just, I can't find a good cleaning company. So it's in demand. There is yeah. no question about that. 
Yeah, the way this business rolls, I mean, we'll, we'll help you generate leads and build customer bases. But as with any good home service business, as you mature, referrals are going to be your number one lead source. Right. That's, and those are the, the best customers to have. And they're also the cheapest customers to acquire. So th does the owner need to be full-time in the business or, or could they run it part-time while they keep another job? What does that look like? They need to be full-time engaged in the business in that they need to be an active owner. They can have a manager run the operation, but we do require that you know your business, you'd be a part of the business metrics, planning and managing, actively managing that operator. Uh, and that probably means about 15 to 20 hours a week in the business. The good thing about that is we will, if you don't already, if, you, if you're looking at a business, and this is something that, that I've really felt we need to do, given the environment, the employment environment that we live in today, uh, we've built the competency to help you find that manager level person. Mm -hmm. So we will do the market analysis. Uh, we'll, find, we'll find the right salary levels. And then we will recruit and provide acting really like a third party um, employment agency for you. We'll provide your key uh, potential managers for you to interview, recruit or interview and, and hire. And then we'll help you train them as well. So Joe Delat, um, for Home Clean Heroes, what's one myth that you could bust about your industry or about franchising in general? Wow, I think the uh, the myth would be primarily that it's you know cleaning is a stodgy uh, business that I can't really be get behind and be be proud of. Like you said at the at the start of the show, you don't wake up in the morning necessarily or graduate from business school saying, "I think." I'm going to start a cleaning business. But what you do wake up saying is I need a business where it's not going to go out of style. It's, it's going to provide a recurring revenue base for me and I can scale it easily. I don't have to build another $2 million facility every time I want to expand into a different area. I can get another team, another truck and grow quickly and efficiently. That is great. The biggest one about our, our, our category. Yeah, and it's so true. It's it's an inexpensive business. It's not sexy, right? Like, let's face it, it's not Chick Fil A. It's not you know an Applebee kind of restaurant or Panera Bread. But the way I spell unsexy and the way I learned through Franchise is um, M O N E Y. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you could make money in this business. Uh, you provide jobs and a tax base in the community where you live and. And like you said, you're helping people, you're making people happy. So it's a great model. And it's something, the thing is, is a lot of people will just look over this. They're like, oh, I want to get into the hottest food franchise. Or let me get something to do with like cookies, which happens to be the hot thing right now as we speak. Uh, and it's so silly because those things are here today, gone tomorrow, as you said earlier. Right, right. And you know, the hero's first piece of it really gives you a, a way to have a sense of pride in this business that others wouldn't, you know, which whenever you can, it, you should hear the comments that come back from the people that we provide service to through Heroes First. I mean, they're just incredibly appreciative of being able to have somebody just pick up for them and, and you know, in time of need, help take care of them. How great is that? It's just so awesome. And it's a feel good type business in that respect. 
And then a lot of my candidates are asking for that. They don't want, it's not just about, you know, profits, but they want to be able to help people. And this is a perfect sort of, you know, business model for that. Um, and you don't need a million dollars. And and so it, it's very inexpensive and, and we have loans, we have partners that can help you finance this whole thing. So um, what's a good, um, what's the website that people could look at for uh, Home Clean Heroes? HomeCleanHeroesFranchising.com. HomeCleanHeroesFranchising.com. Yep. And it will be on our website, TheFranchiseAcademy.com. We'll have all that information and, uh, and Joe's information if you want to reach out to him. But um, parting words, Joe, if uh, someone's listening, they're on the fence, they're thinking about a franchise, they don't know what to do, they're scared, um, what advice would you have? Um, I'll tell you what I would advise any of those people to do, and, and, and this is not just blowing smoke for you, but it's pick up the phone and call you or your colleagues or people like you who you know, spend your days helping to match franchisees with the right business opportunity. I know I owned a franchise at one point in time. I went through, I used a, uh, a consultant as a coach, made all the difference in the world. I found a brand that I never would have found without the coach. Right. Uh, and it was a great matching process. And that would, that would be my biggest advice to anybody that's considering it doesn't cost anything. You're not going to charge anybody anything. Right. Uh, services are free to the, to the candidate. So that's my advice. I, I love working with, with you and all of your peers. And I, and I think it's the, the best thing that a candidate can do is get that impartial coaching. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for saying that. Really appreciate it. We didn't, you know, you didn't need to go there. Um, yeah, we didn't hurt, so we didn't rehearse that part, did we? But I, that's sincere. I mean, I mean, yeah. it. and it was sincere. I appreciate that. That's very cool. And, and that, and that's the thing. And my, for me, my mission is to help people not, you know, lose their life savings in the, in the wrong franchise, because that happened to me the second time around where the first time I used a, a franchise consultant from Franchise, she helped me. I bought a smoothie franchise, sold it in five years, semi-retired at 41, and then got into a second franchise on my own because I was cocky. And I was like, oh, I don't need any help. I'll do this on my own. And I bought a franchise called Super Suppers, and it failed within 19 months. And I lost almost my entire life savings in that. Wow. So it just goes to show... Um, you know, so I'm helping, I'm here to help people do that. And it's all free, as you said. So Joe, thank you so much for being on the Franchise Academy with us today. Such great insights to a really cool business uh, and something that really has heart. So um, again, thanks for coming on and we will talk again soon. Yeah, thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Thanks for all your time. All right. God bless. We'll see you soon. Thanks. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.